Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, friends, and welcome back to an unexpected podcast on an unexpected day with unexpected images and posters. It's ridiculous. I've assembled a few of our council members here to chat about this. I've got other folks coming in and out. Uh, This is on the fly. Never done. I mean, this is the most technology up talking Tolkien has ever amassed here, Philip. All right. You know this, right? So we have got a lot going on here. We've got we've got um, Phil Willis in the house. We've got Cameron. Uh, we've got Max popping in and out of here working <laughs> on internet connection. We've got other folks. If you're watching right now and you want in and you've got thoughts, uh, message as over. I'm on I have my Instagram tab pulled up here at Wamprat underscore two m. Sending out the link, trying to get some folks in and out of here. So you guys just let me know, and I can I can pop you guys in and out. Uh, as as we talk about this, because we've got some images and we'll go around the horn here and we're going to get people's just initial reactions. And then I've got a few thoughts as to maybe what's going on. There's some hidden clues, uh, different things. I was just listening to some really, really deep, sweaty conversation on Twitter. You know, Twitter does these new Twitter spaces and we've got um, folks out there who are, who are talking about these images. They've been looking them over. So first, um, Bill Willis, we're going to come to you here, man. I just want to get your kind of initial uh, reaction on this. And what do you think when you saw the images, when it started raining, how did you feel? Uh, I was shook. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I've had a lot of faith in them throughout this whole entire thing, just because paying attention to like how they've treated it and how they've kept silent. And then learning that John Howe was involved. Uh, and then to see... I mean, the first image I saw was the Galadriel, which I believe is Galadriel. And and I have justification for that because not only is it elven armor, but the, the dagger uh, bears the what I think is the two trees from Valinor. And I think it's because she wit- witnessed that happen and then her dagger represents the two trees. Um, and then re- like everything else was great. And then the what I think is proto-Rohan image, that, that sword... 
I want it right now. Like I want right. that sword, that pommel, everything. So yeah, it's just, I'm excited. And I took a big deep breath. <laughs> and so now I'm full in. So yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I, it's, uh, the emotions shook. Uh, I'm, I'm still reeling from all of this. Cameron, how are you feeling about all these uh, images that just dropped for us today? Dude, they're sweet. They look so clean. Um, like, I, I love the distinction between all the different characters. Some of them are, like, so obscure looking that it's just like, this could literally be just anyone, just like a randomly made up character. Um, some of them, like, we kind of know who they could be, but... There's just lots of possibilities and I love the the color in them and I love just the level of detail and everything is really encouraging. Yeah, yeah, it really is. There's, there's tons of different, um, there's just little hidden gems in here. And, and here's the thing, like the speculation is running absolutely wild from, from lost artifacts in the first stage that washed up from Beleriand being destroyed, washing up on the shores of like Middle Earth. Guys, some of the stuff I heard over on the Tolkien Society that these these Tolkien like, guys who have been in this for years like thick in the lore they're losing their minds about some of these things and like theorizing as to what it could be and to hear that for me i was on twitter spaces just earlier it was it was super exciting and i, I just feel like it's it's awesome yeah. so um yeah i mean it's fantastic so i guess what we're gonna do we're gonna try to go image by image here i'm also sending out just a link uh to everyone over on our our uh, patreon here just with some some thoughts uh in case they want to share their thoughts excuse me so fellas Joe, i told you lane called me uh old trotter himself gave me a call and he said what's what's going on what what is what's what is happening today and he felt i just just the just the look of these um the look of them like the the clean it, they look clean there's uh he was he was talking about i mean he's listing off all these different characters from numenor that, that we could be seeing some elves Celebrimbor, um, just the, the different script and stuff, like this broken sword that I have up here. So we're going to go one by one, but I just wanted to mention he's got thoughts. We got people shooting us emails right now and talking about their thoughts. Over on Twitter, they're really, it's more just a blown away, right? I think people are just overwhelmingly blown away. I saw the first one and I thought, oh, that's awesome. You know, like I was like, that's really cool. And did you guys know this? They actually gave these out to like content. Well, Cam, you, you brought this yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on? How did they do this? They well, I follow a guy on TikTok that um, he is he's like Lord of the Rings kind of a explainer for people that aren't really into the books but love the movie sort of thing. Like he's like random facts guy on TikTok for Lord of the Rings. So I guess uh, Amazon reached out to him and we're basically like here's an exclusive image. It ended up being the one that uh, you're showing right now i think if i remember correctly and i think yeah. he got it yesterday because like it could have been an old tiktok i just saw it this morning um but i think he might have posted it yesterday so he got like a day in advance um a little sneak peek i think which is okay. really cool um yeah. but yeah th then i saw that they dropped them all like this morning after i had seen that tiktok and they had only been out for like 20 some minutes at when i saw them but yeah. uh yeah so pretty cool yeah, I think it's awesome. And and so uh, the group that was they created a space over on on Twitter and a lot of those folks who were given an image had a day or two, I guess, to look at these or just a day. Hold off. They got to post it just early. And so people in different you know circles of fandoms were looking at them going, what what is that? 
you got something here. And then once everybody had a chance to post their stuff, um, then loader on prime just dropped it. They just started dropping these like crazy and we're, we're just rolling through. Uh, it was raining. It was freaking raining photos. So, all right, that, that I like that. And I'm glad they did that here. We got also got some comments rolling in. I'm going to read one too from max. So max just had some internet issues and had to, had to head out. Maybe he'll be back in here in a little bit, but, uh, for him, it just blew his mind. Uh, I happened to be online when the first image dropped and just sat there marveling at each new image. Every time I refreshed, there was a new image and the giddiness was back in full force. Uh, no warning, no hint, just a deluge of photos and uh, that just that blew us away. I'm excited when the title uh, I was excited when the title trailer dropped and this is only upped the excitement to a new level uh, and that final image drop. Wow. Okay, yeah, true. The final one was was pretty big, which we'll get to here in a second. Uh, Phil, do you think we're going to see, I'll get you and Cam on this, do you think we're going to see a uh, a trailer, Super Bowl trailer coming up? Everyone's uh, honing in on that. Um, you think? Yeah. I, what, I, feel, I feel like that's really early, though, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Bezos got the money to do it, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know. Like, I just don't want, I almost don't want to see any more. Like, just let me have yeah. this. Like, this is enough for me. Like, I'm ready. I'm like, because right. did y'all hear about the first episode? It's supposed to be three hours long. It's like a movie. <laughs> hey, wait. Like, hey, what? Stop. Hold. What'd you say? Yeah. The first episode. So from what I heard is it's supposed to be a three hour movie and then eight episodes for the first season. Did anybody else hear that? That'd be no, good I, at establishing the content, I guess. If you want to, like, establish where everything is. Then. Well, I think it's because they're going to do. Okay, this is my own speculations because the whole Valinor thing. I think we're gonna get like a like like, wa- a, like a, a wash of history. Like we're gonna get to yeah. see some big events. Mm-hmm. Like because the thing is, they have more access than they've they've been keeping. You know, like everyone thought they didn't have access to certain things, and as the series has come out, they've proven those ever, all these people wrong that they have like access to some brilliant stuff, and um. And a lot of probably Tolkien's notes in reality. And we've heard nothing from the Tolkien estate battling any of this stuff. So clearly they're doing something right. Right. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, Cam, what do you think? You think we're going to get a trailer? You think uh, this is, the, are they, they ramping stuff up for, because Lane kind of thought, I mean, again, I'm, I'm with, I'm with Phil. Like sometimes I don't want to see enough. I don't want to see too much, yeah. but at the same time, I, also I could wouldn't. see them doing oh. it. Um, what I think in reality that they could do is I think they would drop a teaser because it seems like they're being pretty tight lipped about everything and they they also don't want to give away too much, um, which is why they're just showing us pictures of people's hands, essentially. <laughs> but um, I think if there were if they were going to do something, I wouldn't be surprised if it was more of a teaser than a trailer, like another video of the the reveal. But maybe this one would be like simply landscapes or something mm-hmm. um just a little something that like doesn't go too in depth but um gives yeah. us a little something to show that to show their progress and what they're aiming towards yeah yeah i like that um and i think uh yeah less is more and this was this was good this was really good i, I really thought this was uh i don't know just uh something i i didn't expect didn't know i needed this and and you can tell a lot. We're gonna we're eventually gonna break down all these different um, items here. Well, we might have somebody else popping in here, maybe a uh, little, little Pete Donovan, perhaps. If he, when you're ready, Pete, let me know. Here we can 
we can get you in. Uh, it, it, our folks over on Patreon too, we've sent you guys a link out there. And uh, if you guys want to pop in, I know it's kind of, some folks are working. Some of us are facing the snow apocalypse over here uh, in, in the Midwest. And so we're not, and we're just chilling out. Our cars are frozen and what a nice, nice treat we have here. Let's, uh, before we get into, um, into all of this, we'll see there if, uh, See if Pete's ready. Um, let's. I want to go through a couple things with you guys because I want to get. I want to get Phil's reaction on on some of this too before he's got to go. The let me see which one was it. Did you guys notice this little um, the face here behind the yeah. archer? Yeah, that's like the old man of the forest. Um, yeah, I used to have a big Celtic um, tapestry with that, so it reminds me of that. Yeah, I just thought it was really cool and. Wood elves. Uh, someone was was talking over there, and again, I I wish I had all their names here. I'll, I'll try to pull them up. Um, over in that Twitter space, really good group. Of, I followed a lot of them from Up Talking Tolkien on our Twitter. So if you guys want to go find other really really good, uh, Tolkien content creators and and like theorists and so on, but they were talking about the Sylvan elves and how, uh. That Tolkien maybe didn't have not not that he didn't have love for them, but that you know, the Noldor were, were featured more, and that there might be there was a lot of different stuff that hinted at we could see Sylvan elves possibly, or even that we might see. Let me see, pull it up here. Uh, th- uh, Thranduil's like hall be either, either being built or there's a scroll. Let me see if I can pull this up here. We get Mike uh, Charles coming in here in just a second. Um, let me see where that was at. It was the guy with the scroll and they were transcribing this and trying to look at the image. Uh, someone had, had blown this up and they were looking at these, the images just north of the, uh, the thumb here. And they, I don't know, man, they were looking at all sorts of language that was there and was talking about, you can, you can view this from the sky, uh, meaning it was a map or something. This is deep level stuff, Cameron. I don't know how they interpreted this stuff. It's something <laughs> called... Um, uh, oh, I don't even know how to say it. Tenger, uh, Tenguar. yeah, Tenguar. yeah, yeah. Uh, script. So it's it's some something that uh, they think that was it was inspired by perhaps. And I thought, okay, that's that's like another level for me, which which I'm excited to see. I love when those folks are able to kind of come in and bring us that that knowledge, uh, because they just zoomed. They, somebody 4K'd it and they zoomed in on it, and it looks like it's it's a map to somewhere. But why this royal would be holding a map to? But Randall's... could he be? Could he be a map maker like the guy who inspires all the awesome maps that we see Whoa. throughout Tolkien? Like this guy—that's what my first uh, instinct told me was maybe this guy is the guy who draws the maps around like mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be kind of cool. That would be really cool. Um, yeah, th- that because Tolkien was so into maps and into that this these. Uh, drawings of different locations and stuff i it just feels like you know it could be nothing they could have handed this could be somebody else's too this map could be just a prop that they wanted somebody to have something in their hand and they might be unrelated uh we, t- we talked uh talked about that so you know yeah i uh that'd be kind of cool let's see if mike mike you and you can hear me on these well mike charles is oh oh my god <laughs> sorry i don't wear this every day or anything what <laughs> Oh my gosh, Mike Charles, what the heck? I didn't know we were supposed to come in uniform. <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't know we were dressing this. That's awesome, dude. First of all, you're looking great. You know, hey, you too, my friend. Jeezy cow. It's been too long. I know. 
Hey, so we're just getting some of the excitement. Uh, we're getting hyped up here. Uh, you're probably facing the the uh, the snow apocalypse situation. Oh yeah, going in. crazy, right? Um, what did you have you seen these images today? Have you have you had a chance to look at some of these real quick and just? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was looking at them as they were coming out, and uh, I went to the page. I think they I think they might be done posting all of them now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but yeah, cool, cool stuff. Right. Right. It's just, it's just wild. Uh, I, I didn't expect it. It was, it's totally unexpected. Uh, people are looking at the symbols. We're going to, again, I have a lot of like this one right here, fellas, I got some thoughts on, okay. And we've got like a gray beard here. We've got an uh-huh. apple, you know, we've got all this different stuff going on. People are saying that the way the, the food is being presented is as if it's a gift, we're handing it to you. Um, it's, it's the posturing is, is really like, this is for you, the fan. Yeah, and I'm, whatever all of the subliminal stuff that's going on in their marketing it's it is phenomenal i'm like so in on this so was there one uh mike that kind of stood out to you that that you liked more than or you were intrigued by i'll kind of click through them here and you can just uh kind of stop me they're all fascinating yeah i the one the one that excited me the most obviously was uh and i don't know if it's gonna be rohan but it was the the guy holding the horse oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I mean, don't you kind of got to assume that they're very intentional with what they're showing us. So right. I, I don't think they're trying to trick us with anything. I don't see why they would. So I feel like if they're being as blatant as showing you a horse pummel on a sword and Rohan's colors in the back, like mm-hmm. the sort of like dark, deep reds in the background, I feel like maybe it is <laughs> i guess yep. starting house like the first person to start the house of rohan or something yeah yeah well i was and, thinking even pre the establishment of of rohan right even someone who was serving someone out we could go back as we don't know how far back we're going to go here right yeah, right. the Ro- the rohanian uh writers i think that's what they were called before and then yeah. that's when they lived in the north um, okay so i think that who they might be like the proto uh, Rohan, like, yeah, you know, there'll be some of them there, you know, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, this one, this one stood out, right? And this is uh, it's, it's looking good. That's a sick looking sword, and it is. they're even doing stuff with the hands. So, people notice that some hands look more, um, kind of you know, gruff, or some right. are, are softer, some are more polished. Oh, my. Look speaking, who it is. Speaking of Rohan, holy <laughs> Rebecca. Hey, what's hey up? guys. All the right, Rebecca. Hello. Hello, everybody. First of Getting all, yourself. yeah, I mean, wonderful, wonderful to see you. Are you, um, I, I, first of all, I can't wait till the music comes out, and I want, we're hoping for a cover instantly over on your YouTube channel, correct? I have been thinking about the music for so long. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm going to probably like ask off of work the second the show drops so I can listen to the whole soundtrack and cover like all of it. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. I'm hoping there's more like uh, I don't know. I don't even know if they're going to be inspired by what happened in the other films or if they're going to take some of that or I don't know. Th- this stuff seems like it still fits in with what we saw in the Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy, but yet it's older or it's more distant. So. Maybe there'll be some inspirations from those themes. I don't know. Again, it's its own thing, but still super cool. Uh, Rebecca, what did you think of, of um, all of the images? What, were, what was your initial thoughts, I guess? 
I'm shaking in my Gandalf hat. They look <laughs> freaking stunning. I'm hyped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, was there one that you like? I'm going to click through them here and then you just let me know if there's one that you kind of liked maybe more. Uh, let me, let me go through these here. And each of them, I just mentioned the fact that we're kind of like offering you something, uh, an item. So there's hands. We've got the softer hands here, royalty uh, on the screen. We're back to the Rohan pummel. But anyone that kind of stood up, this the scepter here was scepter. People are saying that's the scepter of Enuminous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Off of memory, the two that jumped out to me the most were uh, the one with the Rohan pommel, because the. And also, like, the super red one with the book. I don't know, like, uh-huh. the colors in the book. I'm so intrigued by that one. Yeah. That, so that could also be Kyrdane because yeah. he, he loves, you know, I feel like he has maps and historical things that probably no other elf has. Yeah, so uh, yeah. So you've got this this one here with the map, right? Yeah, so we got one. that one. Yep. That's definitely very interesting. And this one is the one I said they are referencing possibly Thranduil's or elven wood elven um like a gate the the one thing i'm seeing if i can find it here tolkien this picture here uh they were talking about this and someone on twitter if you guys can find it, i haven't had a chance to get to it yet. i saw it but i didn't save it for us like blew up in one of these edge pieces you can almost see like trees here on the side somewhere and they were trying to say that that was possibly a gate like the script says something about seeing it from the sky or being able to whatever i i don't know i again all over my head but i was i was super pumped to hear people speculate about it um yeah okay so that's that's really that that's that's really cool let me go to a couple of different ones here and then i'm gonna get uh let me get some of your guys' thoughts on these i want to share this this one everyone's talking about this sword being a broken sword um any thoughts on this, Mike? You know, just this looking at it's got some some sort of like markings that looks like script going up right. the, the the center. And I do have a thought on this. There there is a deep, deep connection that I learned again from these these Tolkien uh wizards that are out there. Um it's they're saying it looks like the uh, a meteorite sword, and I'm trying blanking on the name of that sword. It was something here it is. Um it was a sword that was forged by Ael, the Dark Elf. Uh, it was for- forged from a, like a meteorite. And some people were speculating that it would be this sword. And it's from the First Age. And it's one of those artifacts that was broken and maybe washed up. Because the person who's wearing this jacket here, like the, the fur-trimmed kind of jacket, they don't look like royalty. It looks rougher, like a, like a rougher individual. What do you think? Right. Yeah, I just posted the name of the Anglakil. Is the name? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's a yeah, beautiful it sword. It's a whatever it is. I yeah. It to me it almost reminded me of Angmar, but then you know, from like the video games, how Angmar is kind of twisted and stuff, but this I think that makes more sense because that looks it's so naturally shaped. So it looks like it could be elvish. Yeah. Right. And they're saying it could be a twin, a twin blade or whatever. I uh people were just asking the question, I mean the simple one is, is it broken? And I think the answer is, yeah, it looks, it looks broken and it looks like it's, uh, it's different than anything I've, I, I remember. And the fact that it's broken is sort of the key piece because, uh, Balerion being broken up and, and shattered, people are talking about ancient, like, like items or relics that have washed up that men are finding and using and not knowing that they have powers and there's leftover kind of residual power 
from that age. And I was like, this, anytime that there's magic and there's power and I see Rebecca with that hat on, I'm just thinking like, let's, let's go. You know what I mean? Like I want my, I, I don't think we're getting Gandalf, right? But, uh, or the Astari because of the time period, but possibly some other sorcerer like individuals. Rebecca, what do you think? Is there anybody else who could pop in there as like a sorcerer like individual? I have no idea. <clears throat> it's been too long since I've read read it. Yeah. I know. I've and read actually, the first age a lot more than the second age, but could that be? Well, hmm. Rebecca, too. I I, let, let me let me let me reframe my question here. So I don't think it's anybody even that we would that we know. I'm more thinking about like what could they do with the show in terms of like a hedge wizard or something like could they somebody who's just I mean people that you come along the way that are that are crafting up a, a potion or some something that's not as like the art forms or the magic or the power that Gandalf and the Astari had was was up here. We're talking about some low level, you know, individual. I think because these earthy photos with people, it just feels like a it's a time where once the once Beleri once the first age broke up, the feet of Morgoth, like the the realm is sort of left in besides Numenor, the Numenorians being honored and given their own sort of place. It's like everything else feels like it might have slipped back a step and you might not really have as much advancement or I don't know. I, I'm just, uh, again, speculating, trying to think, think yeah, about could, what we might see. You could see like druids or like a, a witch or something like that, you know, a yeah. warlock, someone who doesn't have the same power level that the, the Astari did. But yeah, I definitely could see that. Um, and I like the idea of relics washing up on the shores and that dude. So if you look at the fur on him, to me, it, it reads, the north so maybe it's like some someone from one of the tribes in the north that finds this washed up sword because that fur is really heavy for you know because right. i know i know that they talked about that's a good point that we'll see the hell if i say if i'm butchering that i'm sorry because i'm country oh, yeah. Um, but yeah we're supposed to, see me to butcher it. yeah yeah we <laughs> might be seeing that and that could be just like a fisherman or something you know some dude who who becomes destined you know his destiny is changed yeah. by, picking up a sword. Yeah, I, I really like that. I think when people go look at the second age and I've tried to uh, pull up as much as I can and they're, they're really, it's such a, it's a 3000 year time period. And yes, you're going to have your, uh, the, the rings of power are going to be featured and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like those, these relics would matter. The fact that they remember the, remember the uh, teaser image that they showed us looking into like Valinor uh, or the two trees, right? Mm -hmm. I like, I didn't expect them to do that. And that sort of threw everybody as to like what, are they allowed to show us stuff from the first age? But they, we can't go there. Like we can't cover that time period, but perhaps we could, um, you know, talk about artifacts or things that happen to be, you know, from that age, which like a flashback. Cool. Yeah. Like, like a flashback or, or even when you find like this sword, if it is truly in like, uh, Anglakel or whatever it is, the, uh, Ale Dark Elf Sword, the Meteorite Sword. If that's the case, and like, let's say you bring this to someone like uh, Elrond or Gilgalad or whoever, and they're like, "Okay, this is that sword." It's what happens in the Hobbit, right? You he looks at the sword and says, "Here's its name. Here you go." And we get some lore. I feel like that would be an, an awesome thing to to maybe do with with some of this stuff. So, well, it said that the sword's uh, sentient and that it contains malice so that could be like a, a a cursed artifact basically you know like it yeah. might give him it might give him power but then also turn him dark you know yeah that would be kind of cool to see it have an influence and and um you know sway on someone 
kind of uh, parallels the ring in that way yeah. then if that was the right. case right yeah, the the runes on that thing too definitely tell me it's got it has some kind of magic right so something it. something dark to it yeah. yeah uh mike let me get your thoughts on this so i have this pulled up here let's look at all the different hands that have rings okay so so no ring here um right that was, people are saying this is maybe your your proto hobbit like possibly mm -hmm. type of thing uh, no ring here, but maybe Elvish influence archer. It's one uh, of the thumbs. Yeah. Oh, there is one on the thumb. Good catch. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Keep that. All right. Um, here, do we see? We don't see any rings. Uh, no rings here. There, we see a ring. Right. We got mm -hmm. a ring. Uh, we have no ring on this hand. No ring on this hand. We've got a lot of rings on this hand. Okay, mm -hmm. on our golden kind of uh, individual royalty, whatever here. Uh, nothing here, maybe more of a warrior. And this was interesting. The gold that the, the hands that are flecked, like the, the, the gold that's on a couple of these different, like a residue or whatever leftover is interesting. Uh, here we go. We've got probably one of our, our uh, got some rings here on a, on a dwarf. No rings here, but maybe some special claw there, like, a, I don't know, talon of the... Mm -hmm. Who knows what? Um, nothing here offering us some berries. Uh, now here there's a ring, but it's not on the hand. It's worn around the, the collar back there. You see that? Mm -hmm. So, we, so we've, we've got that. And I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. Uh, there is no rings here. We've got a ring on this individual. We've got a ring here. All right, the rope. People were thinking, Lane, Lane told me he, he felt like Sailor, Numenor, um, Nautical. In, in, in some way thought mm -hmm. about that uh no rings here no rings here although some people think this is um calabrimbor actually which is because of the, the star um no ring here a ring here right we got the, the, this is actually really cool like the, the sun sort of uh, sword, you've got some scales going on back there. Swirls, um, you've got a ring. And then, let's see, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know what's going on there. Uh, <laughs> a ring here on our wealthy guy in blue. And uh, we're good. But now, I, I, I showed you guys, and if you're listening on the podcast, but I want to ask the question. There are things that it was it was told in the, in the hobbit that there well even in the lord of the rings that there are lesser rings so like i don't think all those rings are the rings of power right and i also think we think of the rings of power and you think of like the three the seven uh and the nine and so on so i don't know that these are actually it, it, I, I i could be wrong but a lot of especially the rings of power a lot of them we see them with gemstones and I think it's just meant to kind of throw us off on who these people might be. They might have a ring. I think throughout the series, we might be speculating, ooh, is that person somebody who was given a ring? Are they important? Um, I mean, these all could be taken like pre-rings forging. So, yeah, you know they I mean? could be. They could be. Yeah, it's just an interest. It's the title is the Rings of Power. And so I, I kind of wonder, are any of those the great rings or any of those maybe lesser rings? Because lesser rings would be kind of kind of cool. So mm -hmm. what do you think there, Mike? Any, any thoughts on the rings or just uh, and I, not not like which ring is which or anything, but just the idea that we could see lesser rings in yeah. the second age. 
Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I don't I don't necessarily think every ring that they posted pictures of are necessarily like you said, um, some of the great rings of power. But yeah, for sure, some of the lesser rings, I think that they, I mean, they would have to have some mention of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. One one other thing too, I don't mean to to oh, jump off on. of this, but the the couple pictures that they posted with um, the people that had like the the gold dust on their fingers. Yeah. I could be way off on this, but something that I thought of is maybe they had some hand in actually forging the one ring. Maybe. Because the one, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's just something that popped up to me. Um, yeah. Because I, I think even the dwarf has a little bit, or that, that picture, even he has some on his fingers there. Yes. Yes, so he does. Maybe. He does. I don't know. Just just a thought. Those could be the ones who start falling to the, to the ring's power because of greed. True. Like the dwarven greed, and then that maybe one of the it could be from uh Harad or an Easterling, you know, king that's fallen. Yeah, yeah, I like because like there, there's got to be some significance there of why they have that gold on their fingers, you know, right? Right, uh, yeah, be, because yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, no one else, I mean, we, we've got soft hands for royalty, we've got some weathered hands, uh, workers' hands, we've got. Some that are more more dirty, some that aren't, and then you get some that are covered in gold. So mm-hmm. it's a clue of some kind. It definitely yeah. for for that character for sure. Because everything on here is they it's intentional. They did this for a reason. Like the one I have up here uh, looks like like the the belt on this. There's a maybe I don't know if those are trees or what those are, but on on the belt you've got like maybe two trees, mm-hmm. and then not just like a repeating thing, but I, I feel like. That's a symbol that someone's going to break down and, and figure out. Uh, yeah, she is. looks like she looks like an agriculture, like a farmer, like a commoner, maybe that mm-hmm. you know, as a character. Yeah, I just wonder too if it's like the difference between a like a farmer or someone who's do well. Yeah, I don't know. I the people who are over in Middle Earth and then Numenor. Like, when we, are we going to see a, a difference between like on a poorer? Yeah. Rule individuals in, in Middle Earth and then over in Numenor or something. So the one that uh, Lane said looked like a seafarer. Could that be Kyrdan? Uh, yeah, wait, which one? Let me see here. With the rope. With the rope? Yeah. Oh. Kyrdan, yeah. Okay, that'd be cool. That'd be cool because I think I had the timeline pulled up here um, as to when when the Grey Havens were, were originally... I think it's second age is when Kyrdin goes and, cre- and creates the the Grey Havens, right? Which is something because I feel like you need stuff to that we know from the original movies or that that fans are familiar with to kind of tie us into to these things in the second age. Yeah, well, we know Gil Galad's in there, so that's that whole area is gonna is is more populated at the time in the second age. So, um... yeah. Okay, now who's so we got some comments in here. People talking about the Witch King. Let me, yeah. let me, yeah. What do you think? That's what I think. I, I, I think that's not Sauron, and I think that's the Witch King. Right here, you mean the one with the the black um, gauntlet? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I think we're gonna see the rise of the the Witch King because he's the gr- the greatest general under Sauron. So Sauron yeah. is not gonna be able to be everywhere doing all the bad stuff because he's gonna be trying to fool everybody. Meanwhile, the Witch King is gonna be out there. Wreaking havoc. 
Next think, question then: Who do you yeah. th- out of these people? Who do you think is Sauron that we like, in, dis- oh, in disguise? The hand presenting the apple. Oh, what? Because, okay, okay. Because okay, he can trans- he can transform. So he, yeah. I'm thinking he's going to appear as different things throughout the season. Okay, okay. So that was a lot of twists. They're they're all Sauron. <laughs> that gives me Grima vibes with the apple, like giving the apple, and it looks like I don't know. There we go, right there. Get the apple pulled up here. Okay. Interesting. It takes um, away my my Gandalf theory. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's where I. So I'm not like I. I don't know if they're going to change things. I mean, if, am I wrong in that the that they were not sure it was the third age when the Astari showed up, Phil? Um, right. I think. But I. I. What if yeah, they so. would they change it though to make it? I don't know, just to kind of like maybe take it back to like pre second age being wrapped up and they do bring in a wizard of some kind to to sort of start. But I, Lane, I mean, but as they're I'll be <laughs> today. Like, I got you. They, uh, they uh, they're not the only Myar. Um, so there's other ones out there. There's other there's other Myar um, that fall that fell and joined Sauron. So we might see. There we different, go. Or different dark entities and also different Maiar that are sent to help, you know, other than uh, we're so used to and we love Gandalf, yeah. but, but there's other ones that were out there helping, you know, other natural forces. So we might I feel see like stuff like also that. Also in literature, isn't the apple like supposed to be like temptation? temptation. So is that like, yeah. yeah, it could be the tempting character of some sort luring, yeah. luring them to evil. I love it. I absolutely love that. that, that that's what I was thinking, too. Uh, it feels like I was thinking of Snow White, you know, and, and uh, just the biting the apple and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Phil, I'm sitting over here. You're heating my ears up because I love the idea of the Maiar, different groups coming in uh, different, to either help or to be turned by Sauron. So so I like I really like that a lot. So that that could be Sauron. Uh, Mike, before you and if you guys have to bounce at any point in time, mm-hmm. you guys just go ahead and leave. Bounce. Let me know. Um, but before everyone does any thoughts on on maybe which of these individuals would be our sauron anatar like character like or is it are they not depicted here maybe or what do you think i mean now that you guys are talking about it, it really does make me wonder if the apple one could be him yeah well and what's his name um cordova is that uh let me think here he's the actor who we, we've all kind of thought maybe yeah, he looks he, he yeah, cuz he gives that like charismatic. He's really attractive. You know, Sauron is supposed but but he but he can he's a he can he can shapeshift. So Shapeshift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just If you look at that hand. picture too up at the top, he's got kind of a grayish beard too. Right, right. Well, he can, he can shapeshift until right, the fall right. of uh, until he's drowned in Numenor. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. And and he can reappear as different. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh Phil, he he could be um, with makeup and prosthetics, they could do quite a bit. Uh, Rebecca, any any thoughts on any of these individuals being Sauron, Anatar, uh, anyone that jumps out to you here? I think if we can eliminate one from being him, the one with the, <laughs> the silver armor and like the dagger, because if you look at that one, if you zoom in, it looks like the trees with the gold and the silver. It looks like oh, uh, like it, Laurel. Oh, oh my. That's what the design yeah. looks like. Yeah, so, that's what I, was, I, was, I don't feel like he would wield that. 
I was talking about that earlier. That's why I think it's Galadriel because she saw the two Ooh. trees. I think that's her like her special dagger. Like, like and they yeah. have the wow. three little pearls on there for the Silmarils. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You guys, this is this is why we assemble the freaking council because that <laughs> I I haven't I mean again, this is just all initial looking at this. This is great. You're finding stuff like yeah, the top of that is totally the two trees yeah. and then the Silmarils, yeah. That's that's I mean, they're okay. definitely leaving a lot of like everything in there is like you said is intentional. It's all gonna mean something like when we see it because it's that attention to detail, you know. It was just like in the old films, whenever there were certain fabrics, you know, stuff that Aragorn wore that were historical in nature, you know. Right, right. Uh Mike, Rebecca, you guys got time to go one by one and do you guys have time here to to look at yeah. some uh... um yeah, I can do that real quick and then I gotta go get lunch for my girls. So Okay, Rebecca. Yes. Couple minutes. Okay, let's just real quickly. I wanted to see what you, your your takes. We'll go Mike and then Rebecca, uh, back and forth here. Just uh, Mike first. Just thoughts on this. Is this uh, what are you thinking? I mean, proto Hobbit. It looks Hobbity, right? Yeah, I'm thinking Hobbits. Yeah. Uh, something something prior to or the emergence of mm -hmm. them, Rebecca. Yeah, that would make sense to me because if you look at the size of the acorns as compared to the hands, it would suggest smaller hands. I mean, of course, you know. We don't know the size of what it would be. It could differ in Middle Earth, but that is a pretty big ratio of acorn to hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, some of these we've, we've talked about. I'm going to skip through. We talked about those two. We've talked about the sword a little bit. The scepter is the one I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on. Is this... Uh, who had the scepter? The scepter of Numenor, right, was... It was made by Elros. And I don't know, is that... Is it, on the top of that, would that anything indicate Numenor, or, or what do you guys think? It like, looks like a city to me, for sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. And there's a ring. We, we have This is a ring that doesn't have, like, a gemstone, and I don't know that they had to have gemstones, but, like, I'm just wondering. The the speculation that I've heard is that a lot of the the greater rings have gemstones or are more ornate, and that the one ring looked a lot like a lesser ring. Uh, therefore, it was, you know hidden right and and in this in the sea in the dark could kind of uh you know do its magic so yeah okay that's it looks like cool. ministerial to me it's all i'm saying <laughs> yeah it could uh, just be modeled after i mean like ministerial could just be modeled after a numenorean city i guess but yeah but it does it's got that tall uh tower and like you can see almost like a staircase uh, or like different levels obviously it doesn't uh, have like that point but I, I guess it could be modeled differently for this show opposed to the peter jackson stuff yeah but yeah yeah for sure Okay, we talked about the broken sword a little bit, thinking that that's broken. Uh, let me skip on here. This individual. So we've got the, again, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, does anybody remember, like, Phil, by chance, the eight-pointed star? We're seeing that a lot, right? We see it in this individual, uh, eight-pointed star. And then let me bring up this other one. We see the eight-pointed star again here, like a connection between these two, uh, our, our individual with the golden kind of... Uh, um, let's see this. And I was just thinking maybe I'm looking at something real quick. Let's oh, you're see. fine. You're fine. Um, so what, what I had looked up prior to this was that maybe that is something related to Calibrim uh, yeah, or maybe new. Yeah, maybe there is some new uh, connections, but. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Definitely. What do you think, Mike? Royalty, these, these two individuals? Yeah, for sure. Um, just very similar, just kind of clothing, like the sleeves, um, definitely the star um, pattern. I think it's definitely the same wherever it might be. I don't know, but definitely related. Yeah. Well, that's I'm, real. I, I'm reading I just, the, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, was just, I think so we're reading, reading the same thing. <laughs> that the Numenor, the, so the Dunedine star brooch is, has, uh, uh, I think it's eight pointed, or is it seven point two three? Oh, it's seven pointed. Never mind. Then I failed. That's. Am I counting? Let me, let me see. Make sure. Yeah. No, that's eight pointed. No, oh, I see eight. So that eight could pointed. be Numenor before. I don't. I, it mm-hmm. could be like the Numenorean symbol. I mean, it's on a lot. It's on several of the characters. So. Yeah, that'll be interesting to discover where that's at. And I, uh, so I don't. Again, I was listening to those folks, and they said something about Celebrimbor. I was trying to find a connection to him in an eight-pointed star, but I, I, I didn't. Haven't got there yet, Rebecca. Okay, you know, shame on me. So, what, what do you think, though? There's the, I mean, what do you think about, about the rings on this on this individual? It, throwing uh, out an know. idea, it seems yeah. like okay. The other character with the matching star is kind of throwing this theory, but it seems a little gaudy for an elf. I'm wondering if this is 
could it be Sauron or could it be Arpharazon? Just someone, maybe someone who gets corrupted, mm. a corrupted Numenor. Because it seems, I don't know, no. like just in typical Lord of the Rings style, it seems a little over the top. Oh my gosh. A good person. I, as soon as you said Arpharazon, Ar Ar I remembered he's the golden, right? I mean, he's, he's Arpharazon the golden. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He, so I, I totally forgot about that. And that could be, it's the eight pointed star that I don't remember. I don't remember what that's a connection to, but the fact that this person's all decked out in gold and our Farazan is called our Farazan the golden. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of interesting. So good call. Okay. Just a couple more here uh, before we let Mike go. Let me see. We've talked about this one. Um, this individual we've got, we did talk about the, the, the dust here, but the triangle pattern, I don't know. Something that Lane said, Mike was uh, that, that Anatar Sauron, right. When, before the forging of these rings or, or I forget the exact time, but like went East and like mm -hmm. Easterlings and stuff like that. We might see some, some cults or some different subgroups of men that maybe were yep. following him or something that could send a representative or, or what have you. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, even like from, from like return of the King, when we saw like the Easterlings and uh, the men of the East, like some of their armored, I don't know. This is kind of giving me some vibes of that too. Just yeah. like what what this person's wearing, and um, like e even the um, the guys that were riding the the Mumax, I mean they they mm -hmm. you know, they kind of were adorned with rings and things like that. I think so. That this is, this is definitely giving me Eastern vibes. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Okay, uh, let's find a couple more here. Just uh, oh, yeah, I thought this was interesting just because of the it looks like a, a farming tool, but it's also got this talon. Uh, and Mike, you were on that episode. Was it, uh, were we talking about the, the Raven? Uh, not that it's a Raven stuff, but like, uh, I was just thinking about like a great bird or something, uh, that might have some sort of, is that not, I mean, I don't know, like a, mm. a talent or something. Hmm. Cause what was it? Ro, was it Roa? Ro, not that I'm saying that it is, uh, but what was that rock or rock or whatever his name was in the Hobbit? Like the, the bird, um, Maybe that was a different episode. Maybe you weren't on for that one, but okay, yeah. Either way, I just I, thought this was interesting. There's, there's yeah. a, there's a like a talent here mm -hmm. attached to some, you know, farming equipment. This person's got like a cloak on, and yeah, mm -hmm. just kind of interesting. I don't know if they're just trying to mix it up here on us, but right. I feel like it could be interesting. Rebecca, any thoughts on this? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea, Rebecca. I'm, I'm expecting you to. I'm expecting you to come in here and be like a, a scholar and, and like, you know, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I don't, I don't know about this one. And I was kind of distracted because I'm wondering if I can like visually match the hands to some of the headshots that they've uh, <laughs> 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 just like get a little bit more of a visual clue. So I'm currently Googling Morford Clark's hands. <laughs> wow. That's a deep level. I love that. Actually. That's awesome. That's way smarter than what I was trying to do. So <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, uh, a couple more here, and then uh, we got some berries. Uh, this is like, is that a long braid, Mike? This is a braid of hair, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, so uh, interesting. Again, mm -hmm. commoner or farmer picking berries, berry. probably. That reminds like me of, that's berry. a hobbit hand. That reminds me of a, another hobbit. Yeah, if that's, like a ras if that's like a raspberry, that's definitely like a hobbit, because mm -hmm. those berries are huge. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like the, the braid of hair, it, it 
kind of looks like the handle to that bag or mm -hmm. whatever that is, but that's a very unusual way to wear a braid of hair. So like what culture would use that functionality? Like maybe if it's a horse tail or something made from a horse, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm. Just seems okay. That's kind of unusual. I don't know who would Dwarven do that. Dwarven woman. Mm. Yeah. Could be another proto, proto Rohan character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If that's a horse braid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's move on here. We got this. I, I think this individual is super cool. I don't know what's going on. Like this, this has, uh, yeah. someone who's got like a scroll and who's got like a ring tied around their, their neck. Um, I felt like if you had a wizard, like, or hedge or like one, as Phil said, one of those other Maiar characters who is either working for good or evil, um, or just a scholar, you know, maybe just a, but there's, there's too much. It's, look how dirty that tunic is. Yeah. There's even markings on the on the shirt. Look at the shirt. There's actually just right of the uh, scroll, the same type of markings. It looks like you can see on the tunic, actually. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Okay, let's see. This one, I again, Rebecca, like you said, no idea. I have no clue. That this is just, it's. They're just trying to overwhelm us, and they're doing a great freaking job because yes. there's like. <laughs> It looks like water, right? There's a fish jumping out of the water here, maybe a book. And so I thought Numenor could be a faction of, of uh, pr uh, priestesses maybe there, I, perhaps. Or, or royalty. That could be um, Isildur's sister. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Okay, a couple more here. This one. We haven't talked about this one yet. We have a ring on this individual. And uh, we have a flower. Uh do you guys think we'll see we're gonna see we've we'll, that we'll see any of the Valar or Maiar or, or any of those other individuals like by chance like across the way, like will they'll be referenced? I think in some much. capacity they'd have to be. I just, yeah, like, I just looking, looking at the first photo, the one with the anvil, my first thought was Ale. Oh wow, could be referenced. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Some people are saying that we we might get those uh, big, heavy hitting individuals just to maybe early on or to establish that, like, you know, you can't come here. A, a part of Numenor's downfall is that they or, or some of the issues that they have is that they do try to go where they shouldn't go, where they're not allowed to go. And they do kind of uh, forsake the old ways and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like you need to know who it is they're in opposition to. And you might get some of the Valinor story or some of the pieces or the bigger Heavy hitters, so the yeah, questions someone, have been out there. Yeah, someone was saying this might be Yavanna if they do that. Oh, really? Because of the, because of the flower, but yeah, I don't know. It's a uh, yeah. I'd love to see the the Valar like images of them. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Okay, maybe like looking at the book, you said you know kind of looked like waves and water and new one or what? I'm wondering if that's could it be like a history book where the flashbacks are read from? And then these pictures that could be the Valar, you know, come from that. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm just throwing out ideas because I don't know, like, why there would why would there be a book? You know, what's that about? So I'm wondering maybe that's where the history is read from. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, Mike, one more before we let you go here, and then uh, appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, of course. This we haven't talked about this individual yet at all. Uh, again, the rough hands, and it's just you know different. I. Uh, the colors, a rugged look. With all the individuals that we've seen that have this rugged sort of farmer, proto-hobbit look, it feels like we're going to be spending some time with some commoners, like in a, in a village, and that might be... Lane wondered, 
like what is going to be our emotional kind of like we, we follow the hobbits. We feel like we can connect to them. We care about them. We watch over them. I feel like you need a group like that that we could attach to. Right. Um, the one thing that hits that that got me thinking about this picture, everybody in the other pictures are holding something. This person is not holding anything but their stomach. I wonder if this is a woman and she's pregnant. That's wow. what that's what yeah. Wow. So, and that's, that's like what, that's what she's what holding. Too. Yeah. Wow. You're wow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't even notice that. Yeah, you're right. Everyone has something, a sword, a book. Except the one with the gold dust at the beginning. Their hands are just kind of clasped in front of them. Oh, yeah. Wait, let me see. Yeah, and that the baby could be important. It could be an heir to something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's people there's people suggesting that might like the line we might see the the you know the line of, of uh, Aragorn, you know, like preserving that line. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Okay. Guys, this is great. The, the gold dust, you know, Rebecca, you just mentioned this and I'm looking for something to be held. Uh, they're holding their own hand. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I just think that represents greed. Like those people, yeah. those are people that are falling to the greed of the, the power of the rings. Okay. Right. The other one just holding their hand is the shiny yeah. gold one with the deck with rings. That one too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Body language matters sometimes. There's mm-hmm. another there's another eight pointed star on that one too. So this is probably a Numenorian. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever that whatever the people that have the eight point stars. I, it, I mean I Googled eight pointed stars Tolkien and it, it came up as Numenorians as well, like the Dunedine. So okay. yeah. Okay. Maybe, I, like I don't know. Yeah. I like it. That just looks like royalty right there. That looks like the, the king, like the the richness of that fabric with the gold. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, all right, Mike, any final, just final thoughts before we let you go there? Because I know you got to uh, run and take care of the kiddos. Um, yeah, no. Um, gosh. I mean, obviously, I think they put this out. They knew people were going to start talking. And, and obviously, you know, it's it's working. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly excited for it. Um, one thing that was I thought was kind of funny the the first one of the first pictures I saw was the one holding the apple. It made me think of Denethor and his tomato. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it really yeah it does right. But yeah. but yeah I mean it's I uh, I can't wait. It's lots lots to take in, lots to talk about. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me yeah. come on here. Yep, thanks, Mike. We appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate so, it. I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'm gonna right, head out. I'm gonna head out too, guys, because I got it. Phil, thanks, fun. man. It's, I appreciate this is you. Great. This is great. So your wealth of knowledge. Bye, guys. <laughs> Rebecca, Hi. thank you I'm as well. Her. And everyone, I'm I'm telling you, right, I'm gonna put a link down to YouTube channel. And when this music comes out, I'm expecting I'll a cover. I'll do it. Can I can I give one parting thought? Yes, please. Okay. This is from uh, Lord of the Rings when they get to Moria. There are emblems emblems of Durin, cried Gimli, and there is the tree of the high elves, said Legolas. And the star of the house of Feanor, and that is said to be eight pointed. The star Let's of the house go. of Feanor. Feanor, eight pointed star. Yeah. Let's go. I thank you. That is exactly what I needed to dig nice. down. There's my there's my parting star. thought. You can chew on that. Yes. Okay. All right. Thanks, Rebecca. We appreciate yeah. it. Bye, y'all. Okay. See ya. Oh, and then there were two. Just and then there were two. Just us. A fellowship random. dwindles. The fellowship twin. I want to be the Sam to your are Frodo. You Sam? Are you Sam? Okay. So I've, I've got to be Frodo and I've got to <laughs> uh, suffer from the wound. Um, 
Okay, let me just real quick. I know we do you have a second here too, Cam, just for I'm good, man. I got nothing going on, brother. All right, good, good, good. Let me just go back through these because I really like what um Rebecca said there at the end because the this eight-pointed star business feels like again, it could be Numenor, right? That, that, that that's right. something that does come up, but then the House of Anor, uh being that's that's just really cool. And this who one is who is Feanor? Who yeah, is that? Fain, let's look him up here real quick. So one of the um, is he a Numenorian or what is what's his? He's deal? an elf. He's an elf. So he's oh, one of the Numenor. Yeah. Um, he was. Let me make sure I get him right here. Yeah, he's one of the Noldorian elves. Um, let's see. He's one of the elven kindred that departed from Valinor, and and, he, and where he had lived. He had lived in in, in Valar. Uh, let me see. Make sure I get this right. Hmm. The Silmarils, yeah. So the making of the Silmarils, right? Uh, by far, the okay. greatest of Feanor's crafting achievements was the creation of the Silmarils. I just wanted to check myself before I said that. Uh, so yeah, he, he crafts those, and once they're stolen, you know, he kind of um, pledges, makes, makes a big oath that he's going to, you know, he's going to retrieve them. He goes to war with Morgoth, takes his people. Uh, Kinslaying happens over there in Valinor. Not, not good, but he, you know, so yeah, that kind of starts us into the whole first stage thing, and then his descendants um, from from his house. It looks like we might have some connection here. Yeah, I, I mean, don't this actually. Guy's, this guy's the one wearing a lot of uh, jewelry here. Uh, the guy in gold. Yeah, I mean that would make sense as to maybe a descendant of that because you know very fancy jewelry compared to everybody else here. Right. So so Feanor's grandson is Celebrimbor, um, yeah. and. Let's see. So to repent for his family's actions, he would remain in Middle-earth into the Second Age where he founded the realm uh, of, of uh, Aregion. Like Feanor, Celebrimbor would be a great smith and helped create the Doors of Durin, uh, which, which we know. And then Celebrimbor also created the Rings of Power. So that's why this guy is, is kind of so important and the connection to Feanor is cool. So you do have a direct connection between the Silmarils yeah. and then the Rings of Power and two of the great uh, forgers of those. Of I those mean, if, if there was anyone out of this group of people that was going to forge some rings, I guess it would be the person with all of the rings on their finger. Um, yeah, let me go back to him here. Yeah. Right. Well, and you remember when... Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. So, Elrond, uh, in armor, isn't he in golden armor? Let me see here. Yeah, he's in like so. Check At this. Beginning. Out. Yeah, he's in total golden lace. Let me see here, so I can share my screen real quick. Uh huh. Stop that share. Share this right here. Chrome tab. Boom, boom. There he is. Yeah. yeah. So when when I think of that guy that we just saw with the with the rings and all the gold, like the way that it's sort of woven together, makes you think like it. It still could be Elvin, I guess. Yeah, my, for sure. My point. Um. So anyway, yeah. Dang, I was thinking like this guy was going to be uh Sauron too, because I'm like, because like he, you'd think the person because like, he's deceiving people. I don't, I no longer think it's this guy, but I. You'd think for somebody who's trying to deceive people, he would look nice and like welcoming. So that's. I'm trying to look through. I'm scrolling on my own here as well. Right. 
trying to see who 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 else could it be if if they're even showing it um who looks unassuming and like but powerful at the same time yeah and and hard to say it it is hard to say and i think that like i get this one with the old man connection uh kind of like a like a a guide or or an advisor i i do understand that but then i was thinking i don't have some of these pictures on this side i'm on some of them are like the guy in the blue that you showed oh really you don't have that yeah let me see back here um yeah, this I one mean, not looked at much. Like the the sun, the blazing sun is is here in the middle, sort of belt buckle. Right. Piece. So royal could be a king. Yeah. yeah. And we got two rings on there. And those have have gemstones. So I feel like one of those could be, but also it could be Gilgalad. It could also be uh somebody who has let me pull up the great rings for the the elven rings here real quick. Um, you know the the one Gandalf eventually gets is like one of the elven rings and has red gemstone on it. Yeah, for fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me see. Rings of power. Here we go. Um, literally, if you could see, I mean, Mike, I have a hundred. I have, I think I have a hundred tabs open here. It's <laughs> pretty. Uh, oh, my computer might shut down on me. All right, here we go. Rings of power. Let's pull this up. Can you see that? That popping up? Yes. Right. Okay. So we've got the rings of power, um, 20 magical rings forged in the second age intended, um, intended by Sauron to seduce the rulers of middle earth. I really liked what I, what I learned too, and just a refresher on this page and that why did the, you know, the stubbornness of the dwarves is sort of what, uh, helps them through this deception when they get their rings and their greed for gold and all that stuff. But, uh, lesser rings is what I came up earlier with. And I thought there were many of these, right? There were many of these lesser rings that were, that were I mean, made. That's what Gandalf thinks. Yes, Bilbo has the... right of 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 the One Ring. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So you've got uh, Narya, Nenya, uh, Vilya, the three kind of um, rings that were given to those are the Elven rings, right? Right, right. Narya is the one that Gandalf has. Right, and so Celebrimbor forged the three rings by himself, and the three were never touched by Sauron. So uh, that's why they're they still wear them. Uh, they protect them, take care of them. And yeah, Gilgalad wears it, gives it to Círdan, who then gives it to Gandalf, and that is your ring of fire, if you will. And uh, then Elrond also uh, ha- has one later on as well. So Nenya is the only one um, that, or yeah, was only worn by Galadriel. But here they are. Uh, like th- these are just people. Then people have done up kind of um, photos of these. So they've got like a big gem. You know, it's got like a big yeah. stone. And that could have just been for the elves. Maybe the ones for men were different or something. But uh, now I want to go back and look up the YouTube video for the intro of Lord of the Rings and see what they what they had those styled like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just just kind of interesting to to see these uh, and what they show to um, the the ones that they depict. I guess even in in the film for for the dwarves, they've got a big gemstone on them as well. So. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe I'm making uh, a lot out of nothing, but I feel like we might see lesser rings and and uh, kind of be wondering whether a ring is a particular ring or if it's a, a, a lesser ring or a ring of power, all yeah. that stuff. So, yeah, the Witch King. I did like what Phil said about um, this being the Witch King and that we actually will be deceived into thinking that it's maybe Sauron. Like we, we catch right. 
him a little long, like further along his path of being corrupted and, and, and whatnot. And so like Sauron is able to kind of hide in among one of our, our Kings or something and do his thing. I just, it all depends on where they start and, and what they want to show us. And again, the fact that he can shapeshift is huge. That is yeah. a game changer. I forgot that. I'm so glad Phil said that because um, you can be playing multiple characters in this show. Yeah, exactly. That we, don't, that we don't even know or him. It could just be like we think they're separate characters, and then it turns out it's been him. Been him. That's it's it's him all along. Right. And, and so one of the best things that uh, was done in a series I cover, Wheel of Time, you yeah. have individuals who are. It could be a common person. Anybody walking by could be a dark friend uh, or work for the Dark Lord. And they had weavings where they could change the way their face looked. They could change right. their clothing. Like that's a whole, when you're doing TV and film and you want the element of surprise, like someone comes out of nowhere and then boom, they end up being, you know, uh, like you think they're a good person. You think they're helping out and then they're a big time baddie. Betrayal. Kind of cool. Yeah. So uh, let me just do one more kind of uh, run through here. I think we might have, and we'll see if we're, we're getting close on time here. Um, we might have an individual popping in here in a second. Um, this, yeah, I don't. So Anatar does deceive also like Celebrimbor and the elves and it's kind of everywhere. So Lane and I talked at one point that maybe he gets in with the, with the wood elves or the sylvan elves or, uh, Elrond and, and, and starts to try to to deceive them, but they're on to him. And then he, we see him go somewhere else and maybe take a different form. Sure. And, you know, so I thought that would be kind of interesting. Someone did point out this guy is wearing a ring. The guy with yeah. the, um, got thumb ring on there and he's got this face here. He's got this, this, first of all, I thought Tom bomb, but oh, just the face, not, not like the character's outfit. But when I saw right. this face with like the bushy beard and everything, I just thought Tom I mean, bomb could you be, know? I mean, they, you know, if they, they know who he is, maybe it's like a legend thing. And right. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool connection, even if it's just like a little hint and they never actually confirm it. But they're like talking about this old guy that lives in the woods or something. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah, that would be huge. Um, I like that guy with the it almost. Looked, yeah, yeah. has like the tooth looking thing, like you said earlier. And he like has. It looks more like, I don't know. I remember between it looking like a spear, like a bone spear mm -hmm. and a staff. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. And, and for me, so when I, when I see an individual like this, uh, I was thinking like, it, it gives you the vibe of like a, a Radagast, you know, right. someone who could be Lane was saying the, the, uh, like a Druid or, or yeah. something, but that would that either way that would be really cool and that's where i think you you could bring in some of these more mystic um hermit like individuals that have special relics or objects of power or have learned things and and stuff so it's like yeah. this show's wizards essentially yeah another thing the seeing stone something i haven't had a chance to bring up is i believe we will get a time i could be wrong but i think we'll get to see a few of the seeing stones and understand how to kind of Move How they use place. them. Yeah, and, and even... The Palantirs. Like, the Palantirs, yeah. Because you have to, in a big space like this, to go to Numenor and sail back and forth, you have to have ways to communicate and talk. Right. And I think that would be a really cool way to to bring two groups together and have um, the Elven Realms communicating with Numenor. And maybe you could even show the passage of kings and queens and, 
and all that kind of stuff. Uh, sure, they were used practically before they were just Sauron yeah. seeing stones to spy on people. <laughs> right, right. I think what's his name? Let's see here. Um, so they don't know this stuff as well as I, I do the main, you know, Lord of the Rings. But we've got oh, Tar yeah. Palantir, uh, or T Palantiri however you want to say it, but was one of the 24 kings of Numenor. So right there he received, um, yeah, so he, he receives his place in and among the the kings. Something that I thought was really interesting about the, the kings of Numenor, let me pull up the list here, just for folks to kind of chew on. So Elros right there is is the uh, first founder of the, of the king of, of Numenor. And then you have all these different individuals with the title Tar, um, and I believe someone said that tar meant tar and R both mean high as in like high king, but one was elven and one was not. Right. And so I think once they switch to using R, um, it's sort of like there's a, um, almost like they, they've given up the way of. Like they've lost their alliance, if you will, with with elves and, and Valinor, and they've sort of uh, started to kind of adopt a different doctrine because there's there. That's what essentially Anatar does in the fall of Numenor is go over there and it corrupts their thoughts and their beliefs on uh, what they should do and, you know, their tree and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but uh, he's the 24th king and he attempts to bring back the old traditions in Numenor. So, gotcha. yeah, it's just interesting that he has that name and that we might see some of those um stones because i just don't know how, how you're going to cover three thousand years or where they're going to start or, or what the deal is going to be that's going to be fascinating to see how they how they do that which king which yeah. queen you know i mean as long as they got the uh the flashback clause kind of like lord of the rings did with uh defeating sauron originally like they i don't if i remember correctly they weren't technically allowed to cover that but because it was a flashback in reference to it um, mm -hmm. that made it okay so for who was saying it earlier but they were saying like you know they could spend if it is a very long first episode to kind of like catch you up to speed on what's mm -hmm. going on in the world um i could totally see them doing first stage stuff but then like treating it as a flashback with that girl with the book like maybe she's the narrator yeah. um kind of explaining to us like the history of middle earth thus far yeah um so that would be cool i yeah. i i forget the idea that we're, we could have a, a three-hour episode is kind of fascinating that you know you open this thing up with a with a bang it's really like wheel of time did that where they released the first three episodes so i wonder if it's something like that like they're just going to release the first three episodes which ends up being about three hours long an hour each right. or something and maybe that's what they mean by that but um I hope the first episode's three hours long and i hope every <laughs> every episode after that's an hour long like i want right as much as we can get you know for sure. So, well, and they did say J.A. Bay Bayona went back and they had to refill. Like, I don't know if they refilmed or they did some more stuff, you know, when the COVID, uh, the pandemic hit and they had to go back and and right. uh, re I don't know if they redid stuff. They also I mean, reshoots are reshoots are absolutely normal on any set. It's yeah. like pretty much any major set. You're you're going to do reshoots no matter what. Okay. So that might be what that is like going back and reshooting some other stuff that didn't work. Um, maybe they forgot some stuff that they needed. They were like in the editing room. They're like, Oh, we need that doesn't make any sense. Let's go back and add this scene to make it make sense or something. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, let me, let me do this real quick. Uh, Rings of power. 
trailer while I have you here, Cameron. Mm -hmm. And I'll clip this out later. I'll pull this out separately from our uh, our podcast. But Lane asked me to do this, and I didn't get a chance to do it. So here we go. I'm going to pull this up. The, the title. You had some thoughts on the title reveal, right? Seems like old news, the title reveal. Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, so here we go. That come up okay? Can you see that? Yep, I see it. What were your initial thoughts and I guess just reactions on this as I kind of uh, play through some of it here? Just because you, you had told him originally that this was um, mm -hmm. this was real. I mean, this is all. Yeah, it's, from what it seems, it's I mean, from what they showed us, it's all practical uh, with most likely some CG like little effects to make it you know, more flary. I mean, I mean, then again, you'd never know, like those little wisps and stuff that are coming off the sparkles uh, could be CG, but I mean, they could be real too. I don't, I've never seen actual slow-mo footage of mm -hmm. like lava, a melt molten metal right. hitting wood. So it could be real. Right. Um, right. And, and if yeah. anything, they show us that like they did a lot of, like they did shoot this. If they have to go and touch up and do extra, whatever, right. We're, right. Like maybe know. added a little bit more smoke than normal. Yeah, um, yeah. Those I I'm sure those cracks are like CG. Yeah, like those yeah. cracks in the thing aren't real, probably. But right. Yeah, just just awesome though. And I just thought really that was cool. yeah, just a really cool. They use like this electronic arm too, which they like program in the motion, so that way they can get it right. They like attach the camera onto, it and it's like a robo mm -hmm. arm that like makes the high speed camera like go exactly where you want it. So it's really. Really yeah, it was I don't know if that was this or not. We got an ad here, but like it was a uh, the behind the scenes. They showed you how they how they did it, right? That wasn't yeah big. Is this it? Yep. Yeah, IGN. Yeah. Yeah. To me, this yeah here here this guy coming in freaking pouring this. How did that whole thing not just catch fire? <laughs> right. Kind of nice. Super. They really did speed film camera. it. There it is, the little robo arm. <laughs> so they programmed that to like run across there then. Yeah. I've I've seen one in action too. They had one at one of the local production houses here that they rent out to for huge productions kind of like this, and it's really nice. You can like program like A and B points and then it just it, it like focuses for you too and stuff. So you can like zip the camera okay. across things and Cam, so. look at how zoomed it look at this, man. Look at the, I know. That's it's like a nice macro lens. Unreal. I just don't even know. Yeah, there Beautiful. it is. Firing across. Ah, uh, they're using my uh, favorite camera company too. They're using Ari. Um, yeah, that logo that <laughs> Lane did, didn't oh know how to God. pronounce when he, when we first met. But all right, yeah, it was fun. Well, I would, de I definitely wanted. To, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. All right, wow. All right, man, this is cool. I'm glad we were able to uh, pop on here and just do this real quick. Just initial thoughts. We'll. As people have thoughts and theories, you know, send them to us. Uh, might post this on the podcast, might not. We did a lot of visual stuff, so so we'll see. But um, just fun to get the thoughts yeah. and the theories and speculating as to who could be who and what's going on. And less is more. I really think that. But I, I still I still hope we get a teaser. I really hope we get just even a not a full trailer, just a teaser. You know, if we get a teaser, like any sort of footage from the show, mm. we just spent an hour and fifteen minutes ish talking yeah. about people's hands so I like know. imagine if we actually get something to talk about that's not just i guess we we did get a lot of posters to be fair but we did like it's kind of crazy 
Well, the thing is, Gam, I actually am even cutting this short. We could probably because I need to go do more research because there are there are glyphs and stuff on here that yeah. people are interpreting and, and figuring out these uh, these groups. There's stuff that's in Tolkien's letters and that are in the history books that it's not in. It's I don't freaking know where it's all at. And so it's it's uh, it's impressive what they've gone through and the attention to detail that they're trying to give to this series. So I say hats hats off there. Uh, the group I was listening to again, um, I'll put links down because I feel like I've referenced referenced them two to three times. <laughs> probably and I let people know who they are. Yeah, I probably love people, and I don't know who they. And I, I, I just literally popped in there because I was so excited. Um, but uh, yeah, it just, just I feel like they they said something that's interesting. You know, it's Tolkien, and you want it to be uh appealing to a larger audience you want to bring people into the books and funnel them into more reading and more just stories and all that kind of stuff but at the same time you want to do something for those folks who have read all that stuff and who know the lore and who can get hyped and then they're they're a funnel to bring people into those works so that is what i was hearing over there is that they were excited because of all the different um uh, aspects and attention to detail so that was reassuring well, we have uh, less than two weeks till the Super Bowl, so I guess you right. I know you and I will both be watching. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go Bengals, so, baby. Go uh-huh. Bengals. Oh, I'm sorry. Lane's like, I swear to God. <laughs> he's so he's so salty. Uh, what's, it like, it. what's it like to like a, a winning team? That's oh, my God. Yeah, right. For us, This is crazy. We don't we don't even know. Um, yeah. But anyway, so hopefully, I mean, now that I actually have an excuse to watch the Super Bowl, I'll be uh, definitely keeping an eye out for the a potential yeah. trailer, teaser, whatever. Yeah. Even if it's just like, I'm telling you, like, even if it's just like landscapes, like them flying a camera over like some scenic landscapes of Middle Earth, I think that would be really awesome. Oh, that'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. I'm with you. It doesn't I'm tell you, anything but... about the story. It just, it shows you locations we'll probably be at, but it just kind of, you know, just gives you enough without spoiling anything. Right, right. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, all right. Well, we um we might come back later. Uh, to, I don't know when and and do more. I know of some other folks who wanted to pop in, and uh, just because of timing, I gotta go. Uh, gotta go talk to the wife. Uh, it's her birthday. Shout out to her. Shout out to Lottie. Happy birthday uh, on her birthday. Also, shout out to Lane and Sarah and and Vigo and family and and all the kids. We love you guys. Um, hope you guys are doing well and. Uh, we miss you and Cam. Thank you for this. Appreciate it, sure buddy. Thing. It was Come awesome. Here, my co-host. Um, we will get more of you guys on. I was glad that everybody could 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 pop in there. The few that we had, it's like middle of a work day, and <laughs> so like I it just kind of some people were taking off some lunch time or in between clients, kind of popping in. So I I definitely appreciate it. And like I said, we'll come back and and do do more later. So if you have thoughts, if you have theories on this, uh, send us an email uh, at an unexpected pod at gmail.com. Hit us up over on Instagram or Twitter. Tag us in something. We would love to chat. And again, I'll put links down to those good folks that I listened to earlier because it was a fascinating conversation. And they have really cool images over on Twitter where they've blown stuff up and they're taking a good look at some of the writing and and uh, the images. So we'll get all that stuff to you guys here soon. So thanks so much. Uh, and friends, as always, remember that Frodo lives and Bilbo knows.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.